0: Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Oh! It's a lovely day out there. My, the sun is in the sky. The air is clear. The birds are singing. Fucking, I've got my, i I've, I've, I've got issue. I've taken umbrage with birds today. We'll get into that in a bit. Poor. I tell you, there, are, there, is, there is a disturbance in the force in Brighton right now. I, I, I will tell you, guys, we've woken up to a significant Conservative majority. Bojo is still Prime Minister. A crushing defeat for Labour, a crushing defeat for the Lib Dems. Afex Twinson has lost her seat, much to the delight of little Jimmy Cranky uh, up in uh, Scotland. And listen, yeah, I, I'm sure you've all pretty much guessed that, uh, for me, there there was no good outcome here. Um, and for many, many people, it was much of a kind of like, it was a turd sandwich versus a giant douche. But listen, yeah, if he didn't go your way, it didn't go your way, this country is more than just one man, yeah? You don't like Boris Johnson? Don't worry this country is more than just one man. this country is more than just one political party. this country is millions and millions and millions and millions of people and you can start if you if you want to change stuff why don't you start at home start with your own life start with your own bedroom start getting get out of bed you know start bloody cleaning up start going fucking, sort something out in your community stop crying about that your guy didn't get in. Listen, it was... You, look, the people have woken up going, that's it, we're all going to die. Unless you're a billionaire. Unless you're a billionaire, you're going to die. Look, you're just as ludicrous as if Corbyn had won, the people who would have woken up today and gone, oh, we're going to be living in Venezuela. Oh, no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a communist dictatorship. Oh, no, we might as well move to... China, because we'll all be speaking Chinese The communism. Listen, yeah, if you want to sort shit out, back in, out of bed, clean your room, wash your dishes, wash your dick, wash your vag, shine that monkey up, get out there, start slinging dick, all right? Fucking get on with it, okay? Maybe, look, there's some potential good things, D P route. Okay? They're fucking lunatics from the Stone Age. That that's uh, look. We got to try and f- pick some fucking positives here. Maybe maybe this will mean we we'll now get gifted a more sensible, sensible centre left Labour party. That would be nice. That would be good. I think that's probably what people are after. Who knows? Anyway, the more important news is, I went for a coffee this morning. I went to get my coffee and I thought. I'm going to treat myself today, you know. I'm going to just try and move forward with things. I'm going to treat myself, I don't do often, to a chocolate twist. To a chocolate twist twist pastry. And I was pretty chuffed with my chocolate twist pastry. It was delicious. I had taken a couple of bites of it, and I walked out of the Costa Coffee Shop and began to cross the road. No sooner had I crossed the road than a fucking seagull attacked me and crashed into the side of my head. A gigantic, feathery beast had the nerve, the gall, to assault the feathery king. Uh, it did. It, it. It didn't so much attempt to actually grab didn't so much attempt to actually grab the slice as to basically just fly straight into my head and then fly off. Like, it was more of a sort of, like, a rugby tackle. In many ways, it was a little bit like that video of of Boris Johnson rugby tackling that child. With me being the child, although I didn't lose my footing, it took me a second to work out what the hell had happened. I thought someone had hit me. It wasn't. And then I saw the fucking feathery cunt flying off. Well, would that have happened under a Corbyn government? I don't know. I don't know. Can I blame that one on Boris? I maybe I can. You know, maybe I can. Maybe that seagull was a conservative, and you know, it, it, it decided to pick on a disenfranchised centrist like myself and just assault me. You know, maybe that's the society we're living in now. We'll be assaulted by wildlife, and it's just something. It's just going to be part and parcel, isn't it? Part and parcel of living in the UK will be regular assaults from the wildlife. Well, goddamn government drones. Yeah, that's perfectly possible, isn't it? Maybe that seagull was a government drone. Maybe it was coming to, I don't know, it had some sort of special Bluetooth signal that was going to, I don't know, steal data from my telephone. Maybe the seagull was a Mossad asset. I don't know. Maybe the seagull knows who killed Jeffrey Epstein. Maybe there are many questions. There are many more questions than there are answers, ladies and gentlemen. But today, it's the dawn of a dawn of a new dawn of a new era. And fuck it, we might as well try and make the best of it, ladies and gentlemen. Morning, coffee, and memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing thirty, love You know it's time to, to think about getting some ambition. Oh. Gentlemen, welcome to the Uh It's Friday. It's fucking fog on Friday. But <laughs> Dee's got the right idea. Yeah, that's it. Come on, we're all obvi- obviously now everyone's a conservative. That's just how it is. Um, you know, it's that's just who we are now, guys. We are, of course, defined as human beings by not our own personal political beliefs, but <laughs> the political beliefs of whatever. Uh, there happens to be a majority of politicians seated in. Uh, guys, look, let's get a oh, fucking out. I just so I was so uh, I don't want to say shook, shook by the seagull. Nah, I wasn't shook. Um, uh, that I've um, done a really bad job of loading up the actual uh, news nuggets, uh, of which I know there are uh, some good ones. As uh, that we that we covered the Aussies driving more car carefully when they have Pavlova in the car. That has been covered. Um. There is some nonsense bollocks out there. There is some bollocks. I do. I feel like we might as well get a freaking shoe thrower in there. Just get that under the belt and know that that has been that at the very least today has been sorted. That there will be a fine selection of shoe throwers. Oh, what have we got? New Methius and Face. It's called Bubble. Fuck my old boots. Oh, hoping for more of an impact there, but. You know, that's I guess that's I guess that's just what life under the Conservative government's gonna be like now, isn't it? <laughs> We're gonna have to make certain sacrifices. It's austerity in drum and bass, isn't it? Don't even have a verbed-out kick drum at the beginning. Cutbacks. Tory cuts! we <laughs> sweet mercy that's bubble by Methius and face yikes uh, is everyone in the chat still alive or are they dead from uh, boris disease uh guys look there's important news very, 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 very important news. Aussie bloke... Look, we're going to start covering the real the real topics now, guys, okay? Election, chat over. You know, we're now we're going to get back to the important job of covering the real news. Aussie bloke claims he wasn't let into several pubs because of his beautiful mullet. <laughs> These are the stories people want to know about, okay? They might... It might seem trivial to you, but you're an idiot, okay? So, if if that's it's a good idiot test. If this seems like a trivial news story to you, uh, that means that you're an idiot, okay? That's how we're doing business now. <laughs> uh, come on, go up on the bloody screen. Look at this guy's fucking mullet, mate. That's an absolute quacker of a mullet, mate. I mean, I can imagine not being let into certain places uh, with that. I mean, uh, you probably wouldn't be allowed into the ivy. I don't know. I mean, it depends... That's what else you got going on, man. You know, like, what, what you rocking it with. Are you rocking it with a pair of kappa trousers? And, you know, some sort of weird, outsized, oh, fucking millennial feelers? Probably not, man. Probably not. You know, are you rock, Are you rocking it with a tux? The mullet-tux combo? It's as good as it gets. That's as real as it gets. That's, that would make you the realest ever. The realest to ever do it. Mullet-tux combo. Fuck! I don't think I'll be able to grow enough hair, realistically, to have a mullet these days. I could, but. Man, it would be bad. My hairline. The thin, thinning on the top. A nut, look. Look, guys. You need, if you want to rock a serious mullet, I'm talking patch up, funhouse, serious mullet, you need a thick, you need a thick heater here you need a thick head of hair man so for someone thin as i am i'm just the mullet just isn't an, i mean it's an option yeah but it's not a good option is it you know it's uh listen guys it's you know there are no winners in this game anyway uh aussie bloke claims he wasn't let into several pubs because of his beautiful moulet. Uh, okay well there's something about the business at the front party at the back style that just screams Aussie 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 oi 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 Uh, the hairstyle uh, permeates uh, across our sun-blessed country, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, okay, Stuart Perry, get to the point. However, one Aussie bloke has realised that having a mullet can restrict you from entering places that you might like. Jed Gadsby told A Current Affair that he's been barred from walking into several Brisbane bars because he is rocking a specific hairstyle. Well, listen, Jed, it's just another form of racism, Okay. It is, and it's disgusting that it exists still in 2019, and I'm sorry for you. Do you have a Just Giving page? Because I would be prepared to donate a number of pounds, you know, if that would help. You know, we can call it reparations, if you want, you know, and I'm sorry that you have had to suffer uh, this uh, this oppression. Uh, When asked what he thought of the decision to turn him away, the Queenslander certainly didn't mince his words. Okay, how do we think he, he speaks? <clears> turn <throat> someone away, mate. Just get a fucking haircut. That's pretty old Australian, I think. He told the Channel 9 years program. Just thought it was pretty average. Can I have a car off my mates' go in there and have a drink with my mates? Nor bloody should he. Uh, this isn't the first case of mullet discrimination seen in Australia. Oh, it's rampant. I'm sure it is rampant. Uh, lead singer of Aussie punk band, The Chats, uh, who brought us the legendary song Smoko, uh, Eamon Sandwith wrote a scathing message on Facebook saying he was refused entry because of his glorious mullet. <clears throat> mm. Yeah, fucking haircut suggesting oh, I'm gonna hit someone. What? He asked on social media. Uh, Never been in a fucking fight in my life. Prejudice, just starts bullshit like this. Leaf venues refusing entry to people for some shit fucking reasons, mate. you sexual terrorist, you're a disgrace. Don't bother look on your face. <sighs> I understand there are bad people with mullets who may give the mullet a bad name. I understand that security guards have got a job to do, but by this logic, uh, will the bar refuse entry to someone with dreadlocks under the impression they sell weed? They should do. They should bar, well, they should certainly bar white people with dreadlocks. I I don't think anyone would disagree on that, apart from perhaps white people with dreadlocks. Uh, However, the bar in question defended their actions, saying it doesn't, and would never have a no-mullet rule. Writing on their Facebook page, the statement said, Despite what some people have suggested... Uh, sorry. Uh, despite what some people have been saying of late, we do not have a no-mullet policy. We allow all hairstyles as long as the person is dressed accordingly, to venue standards. What Eamon and the Chats have failed to explain is that he, was, uh, he has been permitted entry into the venue multiple times, including several times over this past weekend. The only time Eamon was asked to leave the venue was due to behaviour that goes against our venue guidelines. Overall, though... We have never had a problem with Eamon, apart from the time he killed a kid. Right, but you see, if you do break, you know, venue policy by, you know, committing murder or something like that, I mean, surely you can expect to be barred. Uh, Eamon has had plenty of time to mull it over. Very nice, that's a good one. Uh, and work out uh, if it was his hair or his behaviour that stopped his fun night out. Well, there you have it, guys. Um, anti-mullet sentiment is rampant in, in Australia. And it, it, this is just what discrimination in 2019 looks like, I'm afraid. And it is, it, it is horrendous. There are various Just Giving and Patreon pages that you can donate money to if you so wish. And, you know, I just, you know, we need to wa- work towards a better and a fairer society for all haircuts, apart from white people with dreadlocks. Okay, thank you. Uh, the damaged cause, more very important news stories here. The damage caused in Home Alone would have cost nearly £9,000 uh, to repair. That's not much, is it? I mean, it's, well, I mean, it's a fair amount. There was a, an article a while ago about, with a doctor breaking down the injuries uh, sustained in Home Alone. And there's fact, there is no way that the wet bandits would have made it out alive, uh, basically. Uh, there was a heated doorknob... There was a tweet a while ago, uh, where someone was like, Kevin McAllister could have called the cops at any moment, but he chose to torture those people. It was his sick game. He enjoyed it. Um, but I think someone else had mentioned it. It's true. The first thing he tries to do is call the cops, but the phone line's are down. Just, you know, just saying. Anyway, um, there was a heated dawn of which left permanent scarring. See Home Alone 2. Uh, blowtorch drama and water damage because they're not called the Wet Bandits for nothing. That was a useless opening gambit, Rebecca, she- uh, Rebecca Shepherd. Oh, look, someone's made an infographic. That's nice, isn't it? Cost of damage to the Home Alone house. Blowtorch indoors. Uh, part of the redecorating cost, they reckon 1,800 quid. Glue and feathers prank, three grand. Wow, three grand, really? Uh, heated front doorknob cost to replace 100 quid. It's not That's pretty reasonable. Uh, tar on basement stairs, seven hundred quid. Uh, fa- falling iron from laundry chute, cost of redecorating eighteen hundred quid. Why? 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 Why are you re? How? You just drop the just drop the iron down the thing. Why would that cost eighteen hundred quid? Christmas ornaments broken, part of the deep clean fee, six hundred quid. Who's quoting for this? According to Carl Goulding, the trade finding service. MyBuilder.com, the 4,250-square-foot, three-story uh, Winnetka, Illinois home, featured in the film, would have racked up nearly nine grand's worth of repairs. Thank heavens, it's all fictional, eh? Ha, huh, ha. Huh. Anyway, look, we get up here onto, what's this, a second floor? Yeah, second floor here. We've got the paint cans. Why are you charging 500 quid for the paint cans? I don't understand. I don't remember there being paint everywhere. I remember them keeping their lids on and just bashing Joe Pesci in the face. Uh, broken shells, 500 quid. Another deep clean of the house, 600 quid. They've included this deep clean. Look, you've got broken Christmas ornaments, 600 quid here. Part And it says part of the deep clean fee. Down here, deep clean fee, 600 quid. Have you, have you doubled up on that 600 quid? Mybuilder.com, you fucking sham artists. It's pathetic. It's actually pathetic. You're basically sullying the good name of not only Home Alone, but Kevin McAllister of the McAllister family and the McAllister household in general, you're dragging the McAllister household through the mud, really, for your own personal financial gains, for profit. You're lying for profit, mybuilder.com, and I won't stand for it. I will now be making it my campaign that we've we've now all forgotten about last night's politics. That's fine. We can now get on with new important campaigns. My campaign will be to take mybuilder.com uh, to the ground, to burn them to the ground, uh, cover them in flames. I mean this metaphorically, not literally. Although, if if their head office does happen happen to catch fire, I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. I'm just, look, I don't 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 at me. That's what I'm saying here, guys. But they're sullying the good name of the McAllister families and Kevin McAllister for profit, lying about. I mean. I mean, it's a nice big house. I mean, how much they assume that this this is—I think this is a disgrace. There's Kevin McCarster there, just uh, looking at some some ice cream. Um, but why are they bringing this to your attention? Well, while the level of damage is pretty unlikely to happen in real life, burglaries and disturbances that come with them unfortunately can lead to hefty bills and significant inconveniences to the owners. According to the figures from UK Crime Stats, in December 2018, there were 36,000 claims of burglary in the UK. That's a lot highlights that in December is the month where the UK homers are consistently burdened with break-ins, often when celebrating elsewhere with loved ones. David uh, Roebuck, the managing director of Swift Direct Blinds. Is this just a big fucking advert? I, I mean, aren't you supposed to declare adverts on your, on your site, um, uh, lad? Bible. Oh, they finally come for Shvater Pete. God, took their fucking time. I mean, that is a bit weird, isn't it? Anyway, um... David Robeck, managing director of Swift Direct Blind, said, Whilst it may not be real life, the damages racked up by Kevin and the Wet Bandits throughout the Home Alone film are staggering and not something homeowners would ever want to be faced with. (laughs) Like, why? I appreciate it, it's slightly more realistic than Batsang on other films. As you can see, with the damage caused in Jurassic Park, we do not believe that bringing dinosaurs back to life is a good idea, but if that should ever happen, do make sure that you and your family are well insured for damage caused by Tyrannosaurus Rex or Raptors. Uh, (laughs) A bit Napoleon Dynamite, isn't it? That said, protecting your house is hugely important, especially around Christmas time. Should the wet bandits come into your house and your child try to murder them, you will almost certainly make a dreadful mess. Um, especially around Christmas time when you're away from home We're, uh, More than we would usually be And of course there are plenty of presents Lying around Yeah 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 Cool guys anyway thanks for that lad bible One of you best What have we got more Upbeats oh, Hiya hiya hey guys Hiya uh, Upbeats and Shapeshifter It's called Uncharted Let's give it a whiz man Shapeshifter the band i presume new zealanders aren't they <music> thanks Bill out you're a good boy feels like i'm lost at sea thinking by the waves drifted beyond the reach never seen again Taken by the waves Drifted beyond the reach Never seen again You are the future glass of the shifting star Memories of with color Remnants from before Upbeats and shapeshifter. Nice bit of gear. Nice bit of gear. Light works and ways I cannot explain. You might catch a glimpse of the shooting star. Life works in ways I cannot explain Guys, um, whoever's listening in, uh, where is it, hold on a second, I'll find you, i fucking find you Uh, North Lincolnshire, um Using the old iPhone app, please update uh, your iPhone because it says you're listening 150 times um, and <laughs> I have to pay by the by the gigabyte for the bandwidth and uh, it does all add up <laughs> surprisingly quickly like it really, I don't know how it's I mean it might it, it, it might um, be absolutely ravaging your data as well uh so please update to the latest iphone app um anyone that's using uh the older uh version of the iphone app like the one that is one like the one that you know the one that crashes all the time uh and <laughs> doesn't perform some basic functions update for now the one that's always black where even whether or not it's dark mode or not up 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 upgrade update it i know it means having to get ios 13 and I know that's quite triggering. Our 200 people. God, come on, man. Um, God, it just keeps going. It's just up and up. It's wild. <laughs> it's... <laughs> anyway, yeah, please update. Guys, everyone update. There's going to be a new iPhone update out next week as well, which will have downloads. So you can download stuff, listen to it offline. Uh, much better improvements on something, much faster. It's like it's all uh, well cool. And there'll be lots of other stuff. We're going to have this thing where you can share bits, individual episodes as well, and it'll give you like a special link that when someone else opens it up, it goes to that bit of content within the app, which is quite cool, quite difficult to do, but quite cool. Sort of essential, really, like they do on Apple Podcasts. Apple fucking Podcasts app is so shit. It crashes all the time. Like, How how can they have an app that they made like be so rubbish? It's bizarre. It doesn't, makes no sense to me. Anyway, that's enough about apps for now. Anyway, um, apparently the apocalypse uh, may have already begun. You'd think you'd notice it. Oh, this is a huge fucking piece written by Here, We can ignore that. Anyway, um, YouTube is over. Hashtag YouTube is over. Why users and creators are threatening to delete their accounts. Oh good oh. Uh, YouTubers are threatening to close their accounts today after the video side made video site made another controversial policy change. Good, good. Um Google owned company has announced new rules designed to prevent harassment on the platform. Oh that's me fucked then, isn't it? Um, but the move has angered creators who are sharing criticism of the new policies using hashtags like hashtag YouTube is over and threatening to move to rival websites. Well there aren't any rival websites to YouTube. We can go Vimeo. <laughs> yeah, not check it out. Subscribe to me on Vimeo. Yeah, okay, mate. Um, it's feared that the result will result in comedy creators being hit with bans if they mock other people, and will have a freezing effect on free speech because YouTubers will be too scared to speak their mind. Oh well, great. So it's something that sort of will specifically target my brand of comedy. <laughs> Just like I actually like, I don't go after anybody who's like. Well, I don't know. Occasionally, I do chat shit about other people in the drama and bass scene, but uh, it's all, you know, light-hearted enough. But, uh, I don't know, maybe I don't really get enough views to be on the radar for things like this, but, I mean, the show is largely based around harassing, you know, mocking people that are in the news, or journalists, or whatever. Are they Aren't people that are in the public eye, kind of, like, they're sort of deemed, like, fair game, isn't it, when you're allowed to, like, chat shit about politicians and stuff? Because people say, like... Like people on Twitter, I mean, there's a whole like genre of left wing comedy which is just describing politicians being violent things happening to conservative politicians. Like r- really, you know, different ways that they might die. You know, or whatever. Like you know, get f- you know, hope that Boris Johnson gets fisted to death with a iron glove or whatever. That presumably, if you were to do that about uh, like a normal member of public... Of public? Of the public? Like, if I just went on Twitter, I signed up for a Twitter account and decided, um, you know, to... You know, pick whoever you want. You know, Joe Bloggs, Joe Public, that fucking prick. Well, I just decided to pick on Joe Public and say that, you know, why doesn't someone fucking fist him to death wouldn't that be considered like a death threat or something like that but it seems like it's fair game when it's like a a politician that someone doesn't like i mean i'm sure it happens on both sides i mean i am think it's probably more likely that i just when i was on twitter I only really followed people on the left so you you don't really see it going the other way uh-oh oh no we're in a big drama <laughs> oh, that was deeply unsatisfying i hope there's a <laughs> Yeah, that's better, better. Woo wee Damn son ah, it's like an explosion coming out of my face Woo god I hope there's no gubbins in my beard after that <laughs> <sighs> On Twitter YouTube wrote Many of you have told us that we need to do a better job Preventing harassment on YouTube So we consulted with a wide array of creators Experts and organisations to update our harassment Policy which changed today New rules follow a stricter Stance on abusive language Go fuck yourself YouTube as well as a prolonged attacks uh, attributed uh, such as race, physical traits, sexual orientation, religion, uh, or gender. Well, listen, you fat, white, uh, male, straight, Christian cunts at YouTube, go fuck yourself. Uh, No, this won't take effect. Uh, this won't affect our openness for a broad range of artistic expression and debate on important issues. Important issues like whether or not you should be allowed in certain bars with a mullet. Come on, that's an important issue, right? Okay. Um, included here are threats that might not cite a specific time or place but may feature weapons or simulated violence. Well, yeah, any actual threats are presumably against the law anyway. doesn't matter whether or not you have policies against it like it's against the law uh, it's also set out punishments for infringing uh, these rules and right because harassment can be more than a single video repeated behavior uh, like maliciously targeting the same individual across multiple videos but like i do with jasper Hamill every day uh, or comments can lead to penalties like upp suspensions, strikes or even a smack on the body ah, damn son Creators will be given access to a tool which automatically highlights uh, dodgy comments, holds them from publication, and invites the channel owner to manually check them. Um, Okay. By year's end, most channels will be enabled with a tool that automatically holds potentially inappropriate comments uh, for review. You can always opt out. But no, the early adopters saw 75% reduction in flagged comments on their channel. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, it... You know, I'm obviously the victim of a lot of abuse every day from, you know, people in the chat saying, I mean, denying my existence as a human, dehumanizing me, saying that I'm merely uh, an AI computer program that pre-records these shows. Um, They've called me uh, a dictator, a fascist, you know, um, they say I can't sustain an erection. They say that I'm incapable of satisfying a woman. Um, they say that I look like a homeless person, and um, and and I mean, really, if you're the sort of person uh, that that you know is is obviously so vehemently against the homeless, then maybe you're not such a cool dude after all. Uh, Keemstar, anchor and founder of the influential and massively popular news channel Drama Alert, spoke out uh, after seeing the famous content cop video from iDubs, which roasted the YouTuber Leafy is here. Has already been deleted. I've no idea what any of those words mean, or what. Pff, don't know. Anyway, there's a Twitter account called German Dad from the 70s. It says, right, Keenstar tweeted, they took our notifications away. Now they only work when you want them. To, when you want them to, you've taken our social blade away. You've taken our revenue away. Now you have taken our history away. Removing these videos, you deem harassment. Uh, he addressed the tweet uh, to Susan Wojcicki, CEO of YouTube, and added, the YouTube community wants you to step down. Drama alert host then added, I don't want YouTube to be a quote-unquote safe place. You're killing comedy by calling a roast of other creators bullying. Uh, we are public figures and we are allowed to be roasted. Come with, comes with the gig. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, it seems fairly, you know, it is the case that YouTube are clamping down on all sorts of stuff, basically anything they don't like, they don't really want it there anymore, and they're, well, obviously take away people's ability to monetize it, then, you know, when people have, like, their own ads within stuff, like, a lot of the sort of more, like, spicy comedy shows... Uh, you know, they the sponsorship and stuff that they get for them are always like boner pills and CBD. So now they're like, oh yeah, well they aren't like licensed medical uh, things. So any advertising for those, you know, that would just get taken down because like you're selling pharmaceuticals. Well, CBD isn't a pharmaceutical. You know, it's not it's not a register... like yeah. Oh, okay, well, that's clever. I see what see what you've done there, guys. Yeah, very very nice. I mean, what kind of turgid bollocks would they be turning YouTube into overall? Just, just makeup tutorials, just makeup tutorials, and kids trying out different slime. Brilliant, man. So cool, so great, so edgy, so bold, so beautiful, so brave. Fuck them. Anyway, look, let's play more shoot throwers For like. You know, for now, I mean, I presume that I'm too, much too small to uh, to feature on any sort of YouTube radar for this sort of thing. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Uh, guys, what have we got? Interceptor by Gantra and Ruin. Uh, I presume on their uh, No Music Allowed label. Yep, new bit by Gantra and Ruin. Oh, lovely stuff. Fog on Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up at 11, your boy. My friend and yours. D Money. D Double D. Double dropping the D. Jesus Christ. Young DZ. Interceptor, Gensher and Ruin, Snorty little number. Uh, Jesus, Dimmy, yeah, you're right, that new Mac is about the same price as the Tesla, that's pretty wild. Yeah, so new Mac Pro, if you spec it up to, you know, the the most expensive version you can buy, it's 48 grand. (laughs) Like, I, I don't know what a computer would have to be able to do in order for me, uh, I don't know where I'd get 48 grand from, but let's just say I had 48 grand, uh, to for me to spend 48 grand on a computer. I mean, what would I, I mean, it would have to, it would have to definitely be, it would have to be able to make some pretty good snare drums. It would have to be pretty good. It makes downs. Let's let's just put it that way. Yeah, just goddamn well put it that day. Put it that way. Put it that day. Put it that way. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, what have we got? This cut. Co- yeah, company allows staff to have hangover days. That's nice. That's good. Um, can I work there? What do they do? Digital marketing agency. Nah, f- fuck it. <laughs> There's nothing worse than having to go, to, uh, go into the office on a hangover. Uh, so I've heard. ha, <laughs> Amelia Ward, you sassy cow. Um, but one incredible boss has decided to give her staff a bit of leeway when it comes to being around the day after a night out by introducing hangover days. Claire Crompton, uh, who is director and co-founder of digital marketing agency The Audit Lab, Uh, has started by allowing them to book them in advance if they know they're going to be getting on the BEVs. She told the BBC that she wanted to offer different kinds of perks to attract talent away from big cities as her business is based in Bolton. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, Just north of Manchester. Uh, Speaking to the show on Five Live Radio, she said, we wanted to offer something younger millennials who typically go out midweek and do the pub quiz. Uh, My team uh, book a hangover day in advance. If they know they're going to get, if they know they're going out, Claire says that her staff are fine to work on the couch in their PJs on their hangover days. Claire believes that this creates an honest environment in the office, which in turn creates trust. Cool, ma'am. Uh, digital senior digital PR manager Ellie Anthwistle, nineteen, said that she's been at, been out on a date, and it ended up drinking in a pub, and then getting raw dogged in a phone box, and obviously didn't want to come in too early after that. She said that she'd called her boss to ask if she could work from home. Uh, she explained, before you know it, I'd had a few and got back late. So the next, uh, the next morning, I rang Claire and just said, feel a bit both.' for her. And they said that they didn't think the system had been abused, uh, with boss Claire saying that there was an expectation that part of the job would be socialising with clients. Uh, here's a man uh, with a beard holding his stomach in. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we would rather uh, we would rather our employee uh, our employees be honest with us and tell us the truth uh, rather than pretending they're ill. There's no need for them to give us a week's notice. They just need to call and ask if they can work from home. Lee added, as you can imagine, it's gone down very well. And now people are just drinking at work anyway. In fact, I'm pissed right now. It's 11 a.m. Who gives a fuck? Wow. Uh, we like our employees to have an element of autonomy. We don't want them looking over their shoulders. Obviously, if people start taking advantage, then we will rethink. So far, it's been successful. Uh, I imagine the Lab Bible journalists are drunk, are just drunk, you know, when they write the articles. I don't know what time of the day they write them, whether or not they're, you know, written morning, noon, night, but you'd, you'd expect alcohol to be involved when you, you know, when you read some of them. Imagine they're a little bit like. Uh, do you remember the fast show? They used to have that sketch with the sort of alcoholic family. They're just drunk all the time, and like the kid's doing his homework, and it's just, it's just, just insane mess. Like, I want piss, when I've done it, and they're just all like, I don't know if you could do that anymore because it's sort of it really is sort of mocking like really toxic alcoholism. Well, it's not so much mocking it, but like. I don't know whether or not they'd have that on the BBC anymore. Like they're in the office and they're just like going through the filing cabinet. It's like whiskey, 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 gin. Oh! <laughs> and they're just like hiding bows everywhere. <laughs> the kid's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really well very funny. Very, 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 very funny. Um Well, we are. Uh, thousands of penis fish. Wash up on a beach in California. Good. I'm glad. What's a penis oh yeah, Jesus the uh, whoa whoa damn damn that's um yeah right whoa okay um tom wood has got the scoop here in an unusual and slightly unnerving turn of events thousands of bizarre little creatures called penis fish have washed up ashore at drake's beach california uh if you're wondering why these critters are known as penis fish well just have a look at them and decide for yourself whether it's an apt title also known as the Fat Innkeeper Worm, which again feels uh, like a decent enough name for them, uh, it is thought that the strange marine animals washed ashore on the, off the Pacific coast of the US after they were dragged from the depths by a recent storm. Seriously, there's fucking loads of them. Yeah, Jesus, it sure does look like a beach full of dicks. God, yeah. Basically, there's a reason they're called innkeeper's worms is they live in small underground burrows uh, that are U-shaped and become homes for other creatures once the worms leave. About 10 inches long, as you can see, they're fucking gross. Yeah, this is clearly the writings of someone with in the grips of chronic alcohol abuse. Honestly, it's a good thing the birds are there. Imagine the smell after a couple of days. I mean, that's going to need a lot of birds. Biologist Ivan Parr Discovered the penis fish, washed up on the beach on December 6th, and a few days after, a particularly violent storm. In Bay Nature, Parr wrote, The same phenomenon has been reported over the years at or Jun's Moss Landing, Bodega Bay in Princeton Harbour. I've heard my share of imaginative theories from beachcombers, such as Flotsam... An erect Bratwurst freighter. In truth, these are living denizens of our beaches, rudely yet also mercilessly, mostly co- mercifully mostly called Fat Innkeeper Worms. The best thing about being in the Beetles was all the free sandwiches. Um so would you like to know a bit more about the Fat Innkeeper Worm? Of course you would. Well, why not? There's still five minutes left of the show. Uh it's a type of spoon worm, which swims along uh, using the single limb it's got that is in the shape a bit like a spatula, okay? Um, yeah, they're gross, aren't they? Get rid of them, I say. Get rid of them. <laughs> Ban them. Penis, penis, penis fish are cancelled, okay? That's it. I blame the Labour defeat on penis fish. If there wasn't this obsession, this Tory obsession with penis fish, then, you know, there would have been, then clearly... Clearly, it would have been a Labour majority. Look, guys, it's the end of the show. Yeah, enough about the fucking penis fish. Um, it's Foghorn Friday, guys. And, and, and God bless that. Thank God. I would say thank God. The first day of this new government is a Friday, and therefore Foghorn Friday. And therefore, it's now four years of Foghorn. Okay? It's a new Foghorn-based government, Foghorn-based Simps- Simpson system, Foghorn-based system. Yes, okay, a fo- look, you've heard of capitalism, you've heard of communism, well, how about Foghorn? Okay, it will be a Foghorn-based bartering system now, where everyone, all communication will be done via Foghorns, and all economic transactions, again, Foghorn-based, we, we take the, the internet will be taken over as the Foghorn net, I don't know how that will work, but some of the boffins in IT, I'm sure we'll be able to get that together. So uh there will only there will now only be jump up drum and bass. That will be the only kind of music there is. So I don't know if you're into UK new or pure garage, but that's gone. That's out. That's illegal. That's banned. Anyone caught not listening to foghorn of any kind uh will be hung drawn and quartered uh quarterly. And it's <sighs> Well, it's going to be horny, man. I think that's the only only real way to describe it, that it is going to be horny. Listen, guys, it's the end of the show. And look, just stop crying. Dry your eyes, yeah, and get on with your life. And, you know, if you care so much, go and fucking help, help some other people. You know, go and make a difference in your local community. You can do. You can do. Will you, though? You know? Uh, or just going to fucking complain about it on social media. Everyone's a fucking expert for a day. Aren't they? Yesterday, everyone's such a bloody political expert. And then a couple, couple more days, everyone will be back on fucking Love Island watching Love Island, Australia, whinging about something else. You know? It's a wind up. It's a wind up. And seriously, like, can we stop with the, uh, you know, if you didn't vote the same me, fucking delete me on Facebook, unfollow me, Unf- unfollow me if you vote Conservative unfollow me or you fucking tourist scam! unfollow me oh well done that's what a contribution to political discourse wow you've done i'm sure you have done a you're a roaring represent representative for labor well done you you're really really bringing people into the cause unfollow me and you the do Conservatives. and fucking do this grow up you fucking baby seriously like why don't say oh well why did you vote for a different party to me maybe you know something i don't why not okay maybe i understand a little bit more about why you voted that way maybe i could convince you of a different idea you can't convince someone of a different idea if you block them on on social media just because they have a different political opinion to you pathetic grow up anyway that's how I did. Fucking show! Listen, I love you all. I love, look, it's I it, I. it pains me the polarization in the UK at the moment. I it, I hate it. I don't think we should have even had a fucking Brexit referendum. I think that's ridiculous. I think it's the worst thing to happen to a country for God knows how long. Now we're in this stupid fucking state. Listen, yeah, go outside. The sun's in the sky. The birds are chirping. The birds are attacking me in the face. Look, why be concerning yourself more about the seagulls attacking me? Guys, that's the real important issue, okay? Okay, cool, man. Listen, guys, it's fog on Friday, yeah? Get involved. Get involved. Guys, thank you to everyone that's supporting on uh, the VIP list. Anyone that's supporting on Patreon, you are uh, a, a hero of mine. And. You know, as long as you're not an actual Nazi, you know, or you know an actual communist, I, you know, I don't really care what your political opinions are. You know, as long as really, you know, you're in the sort of middle eighty percent. That's you know, that's. Come on, guys! You know you're not a fringe lunatic. Guys, thank you very much. Uh, Greg Conford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Moss and Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hart, and Kieran R, Michael Kaziski, Matt Tompkins Dave Long, Joel Park, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Boulard, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye Lily Sub, Richard Franks Thomas Aldo, Joe Ryder, John Finneson, PDR Crew, Peter Blaster Austin Greave, Cooper, Genny Lightfoot, James Barry, Hannah Bartendo, Lady Squiffy, Leon the Menace Underwood, Dan Buggy Morris, a in the West Indies, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby, T, Coco Dan Elton, Toro, Wilmore, Mr Pope, Superior The Bill, Chris Odian basically for D. general Jimmy This Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dave Smash, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Cosmic Wolf, Meat Loaf, Nick Brock Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Dana, Sarah Hunt, the Hitchmas, A, Ben Burger, Dan Tweedler, Base Alizar, Big Watch, My Hill D- Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Tom Skipper, unfortunately it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudio Lashmere, Benish, Drem Timmy, John Fawcett, Anson, Pierce and Godlike, MC Hammer, Daddy, Your Mum, Leonology, Vice Big Eight, Chapter 13, Grant Shepherd, Death Disco, and your boy Jimmy Bud fog on friday will already have started now on threshold.fm so get over there what are you wasting your time listening to me for when there's good quality fog on on threshold.fm guys have a good weekend enjoy yourselves i will see you on monday i love you don't worry our love will get us through fuck you fucking ruin the end of the show guys i love you goodbye